Hello and welcome back to just another podcast with your hosts, both of them, Michael and Caden. Um, it is um, another Friday and um, yeah, so don't remember what episode is this, seven? I believe, yes, seven. Seven. Episode, episode seven, season, season two. two. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's been a, yeah, it's been a week, been a week, yeah, yeah, another week, did you, it's, yeah, so you listened to, um, the, your biscuits, using the links, yeah, um, his side of stuff, yep, yeah, I, I just listened to that yesterday, it was interesting, yeah, you could tell his was not as rooted in apologetics yeah, no. as much as but, Rhett's was. His was more rooted in Rhett's, yeah. surrounded in Rhett's falling out of Christianity and stuff. But he brought up like a, an interesting thing about like feeling fake about stuff. Yeah. Like, I never, like, that's like, I think I felt that before, but I never knew how to explain it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I'm sure I'm sure I felt that too. It feel, it's but doubt. I've also I've also heard you know sometimes with things you gotta fake it till you make it. You yeah. Know? Like you're not always gonna love what you're doing. Yeah. Um, in life, you know, you may not always love your job. There may be times in in a marriage where right. you really are not feeling love for that person but yeah. you gotta fake it and do your best put 110 percent in yeah. and yeah so you know it gets better and it, it will get better you know mm-hmm. yeah but like i guess if you don't know i think we've talked about this before but like um these two guys Rhett and link they do um a show on youtube called good good mythical morning it's pretty big they've been on the tonight show and all that stuff and they do a podcast called Ear Biscuits. And the last, like, two or three episodes, I guess, be, like, yeah, two or three episodes four. ago. Four episodes ago. They talked about their spiritual deconstruction is what they're calling it. And, like, they they started off in Christian homes and, like, even went to crew. Like, they joined the staff on, on they joined the crew staff and, like, then now they're, they're both agnostic. Yeah, which is yeah, it's just it was a crazy story, you know, yeah. of kind of a fall from yeah from faith. And like it's because this is another good question that can you intellectually believe and like know about like the gospel and understand the gospel and understand all how all that works and then end up falling away. Because, like, from what I've heard and what he's, what they both have said, like, they were, like, I, if, they both seem like genuine Christians. Yeah. And, but, like, and they, like, understood the gospel pretty well. Yeah, I mean, especially Rhett seemed yeah. to really have, like, very a theologically very sound. theologically sound understanding and just, you know, yeah. and, I, and I think it goes back to, and we, I think we, we had this conversation, yeah. you know, a lot, um, but I think it goes back to, you can find you know, stuff apologetics-wise, yeah. you can find stuff to really, like, go along with anything that you really want to. Because Christianity's been around long enough, mm-hmm. you know? 
and everything that there are people that have had every opinion and will go through and take versus, you know, sometimes out of context and well, there's books on anything that can prove really anything, you know, as -hmm. far as like evolution, like there are stuff that's, there are Christians that believe in evolution and there are Christians that say you can't be a Christian and believe in evolution. There are people that believe that God ordained, you know, God ordained evolution and Mm -hmm. that God created the world. And then because of sin, we had evolution and yeah. Yeah. That's what, I guess if, if you listen, end up listening to the podcast, that's what um, ended up like starting this whole, their whole deconstruction of their spiritual lives is, um, what did he read? Like a book about, I don't know if he read a book or, some, or someone, or he just found out on his he own. He just, I think, started kind of realized that evolution makes more sense than yeah, yeah, questioning evolution. Yeah, yeah. but so yeah, it, it was interesting to listen to, and then but it's not like I think we mentioned this like two or three or last episode or two episodes ago about it'll be two episodes after yeah, this one. It, but. Um, it's not for somebody. Like it's it's great. I think you should listen to it, whether you're Christian or not. But it's it can it's very frustrating to hear as a Christian, as a Christian, and also I don't know how to put it. Like it's very I don't want to say like tempting, but like yeah yeah it's it's something that may cause you to have doubt. Yeah like, yeah I yeah. would I would yeah go and in. that's not their intention. They it, are, it's not. They're just sharing their story. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, it is something, like, yeah. you have to make sure that you are, like, strong in your yeah. faith going in because it is something that will cause you, I think, to have some doubt and question some things if you do not know mm-hmm. where... I would say you have to go in with a hard opinion on... Um, if you are a Christian, go in on a hard opinion on your, like, opinion as far mm-hmm. as evolution and a lot of these things. You have to have an opinion. Do not be one of those people that doesn't have an opinion. Yeah. Because I think right. if you go in without an opinion, listen to this. Yeah. You'll be easily it, persuaded. Easily, easily persuaded. So, but, yeah, I thought, I know it's not so unique, like, their whole situation. Because um, I know many people have gone through that and have stepped away and whatever you want to call it, but from, if, if you do listen to it, you'll kind of get the, like, it's like, how, why, how did they, like, ended up falling away, and, because they, like I said, they both seemed very strong, and, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, yeah, it's sad. Yeah. So, I'd give that a listen. Otherwise, all their other episodes are they're about interesting stuff too. So yeah, they really are interesting. They talked yeah. about like the most correct way to sleep on an episode. Like, yeah. if you have random questions that you never thought anyone would bother to discuss, yeah, they they probably did it. Yeah, most likely. So yeah, give them a listen again. It's Ear biscuits, shout out. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor, but. Our fans of the podcast, yeah, of theirs, and ours. I'm yeah. a, I'm a fan of our podcast. Yeah. So, you got, um. So, uh, a couple questions come in from people. I put up oh, really uh, Yolo on Snapchat, and from... some some people sent us some stuff, and some okay. people didn't. I don't know. Yolo's anonymous. All right. Um. 
These are from Destiny, though. She okay, didn't have a few, though. Um, but uh, she put favorite Bible verse. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I have to think about that one. So my favorite Bible verse is Philippians 4, 8. Which um, I I don't I should probably have it memorized exactly, but it, I know it goes. Therefore, brothers, surround yourself with whatever is pure, whatever is just, whatever is holy, whatever is true, and basically a bunch of other words and synonyms for things that are good, and not of the world and not of sin. Um, um, and then it's surround yourself with those things. Um, and I just really like that verse because it just reminds me to you know keep myself. Um, focused on God and focused on things that aren't of this world because, um, heaven is coming, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it helps me to keep focused on heaven, which is something that I, I I know I struggle with personally. Um, just because there are some things in this world that I really enjoy, um, like movies and music, which obviously I think me and Caden both enjoy both of those things because we end up talking about them a lot on the podcast. Um, but yeah, it just helps me to keep my mind focused, um, on the future and on things far greater than me. Yeah. Mine is Isaiah. Uh, I'll just look it up. Mm. Is what is the verse I gave for my when I got baptized, um, like, I guess two years ago, last year, um, you think I'd have it, (laughs) um, anyway, it's, it's gonna bug me. Do you want to, while you're looking for that, do you want to tell everyone about your baptism? About my baptism? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, we can. Um, so, I think, yeah, I got baptized last July, July 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And I, I, I wasn't baptized as, like, a baby or anything, and, um... Which the E-Free Church really... Yeah. does not do that. I know that like a lot of um denominations do. Yeah. Um but the E Free Church and there's we're not the only ones to do it, but the E Free Church is big on um you dedicate the pa- not dedicate, what's the word? Is it dedicate? Yeah, de- well No Yeah, kind of. Well there's a word for it. I can't think of it right now. It's been a week, like I said. Um, and, but anyways, where you basically, you, um, bring the baby in front of the, um, congregation and the parents basically promise to raise to the best of their ability, the child in the Christian faith and the congregation like says that they will do anything they can do to help, mm-hmm. which I think is, is really cool. Um, and then the kind of the baptism, I would say as far as like e free is almost kind of like confirmation is for other denominations yeah, that do yeah. um confirmation because confirmation you go through and you learn some of the basics and confirmation is kind of your real true first step out into your own faith journey up until then 
it's kind of like you've been under your parents and like obviously for like they do that at a set age you know in other denominations for us you, you get to choose when you do your baptism yeah. and like yeah obviously you'd already set out into your own faith journey mm-hmm. before you got baptized um, yeah i just want to do well um wanted to display it public publicly that about my faith and my christian walk um which baptism is and um, both my older siblings were baptized a few years before i was and i just not that it has anything to do with me getting baptized but um i just decided that it was time and i was ready to make that decision and um it's interesting I think I've told, I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast, but the night before my baptism, I've told you this, I yeah. think, I had a dream about, like, I was, <laughs> had a dream about me sleeping in my bed, which is weird, because, um, but I was sleeping, and then my room started flooding with water, and then, like, but, like, I wasn't freaked out or anything, like, I was just, like, calm, so I thought that was weird. Yeah. But... Yeah, so, um, don't know if that means anything, probably, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, but I thought that was interesting. So, but yeah, I was just ready to take a step of faith, and I did, and, um, not that I still don't, you know, baptism doesn't change, um, doesn't make you not sin more or less or anything, although, um, it does, it's a helpful reminder, I guess. Yeah, well, cause, yeah, like you said, you've made your faith public yeah. now, and so now you've publicly said, "I am a Christian," and so now, yeah, you know, it's like if you mess up or do something yeah. wrong, it's kind of like everyone, right. everyone knows now I'm a Christian. Yeah, it's before you, you know, before you were one of those yeah. closeted Christians. Yeah, it was good. Um, I always thought about getting baptized, and then like our pastor, Pastor Scott, had preached a sermon on baptism like two weeks before they were doing the baptism and then that's what really like made me wanted like man i should really get baptized because you know it was me and then some like middle-aged people and then there was an older guy that got baptized so and, and a kid like a seven-year-old kid so that was pretty cool to see so yeah it was very, it was a good day yeah it was a good day so yeah oh and my verse i found it it's multiple verses <clears throat> let's see Isaiah 40, <clears throat> 28 through 31. Um, have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. He, his understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even you shall uh, faint and be weary, and young men shall fall of exhaustion. But they... But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up on the wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. And they will, shall walk and not be faint. So, yeah. Here yeah. you go. My dad actually wrote a song based off of those verses. Did he? Yeah. That's cool. I don't think I've ever heard that one. You probably have. I might have. I don't know. Um, it's not on the radio or on the, well, dang. the Spotify's, like, these other songs. I might have heard it. Or whatever, but, um, yeah. Oh, which, by the way, we never, when you did, when you played my dad's song and stuff, we never gave him a shout out. 
and the oh, yeah, 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 give him yeah. shout out. So quick shout out to quick my dad. Out. Yeah. If you liked that song that from like three episodes, episodes ago? ago or two, I guess it would be two. It, when you hear this, it'll be three. Three. Yeah. Um, or maybe so. four. Um, the the '80s song. The yeah. I miss the '80s. If you great song. If you um liked it, go go follow my dad on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Jim Sanderson music. And you can find that song on any any basically any streaming yeah. site or anything. So, yeah. Cool. yeah. So there you go. Baptism and Jim Sanderson. <laughs> the two go together yeah. like I peanut butter so. and pickled herring. Gross. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, All right. What do you got now? Unless... Favorite book. Favorite book. Ooh. I really read a whole lot of books. Wasn't that both of ours like a yeah? A, um, a, whatever a New Year's resolution to read yeah, more. Yeah, I need to. I need to too. I've been in I've been in the middle of the same book for really yeah since we started that since since January. The Bible. The Bible. It, obviously, like that's one of my favorite books. That's like yeah. a generic answer yeah. though. I don't. Is uh, it bad? Do you feel it's bad that, like, sometimes, like, when you ask these kind of questions, the generic answer is like that, and we always just throw it off as the generic answer? I don't know. Because, like, I mean, I don't know, if that's, like, the true, honest answer, should we just stick with it, or should we always, because yeah. I feel like, you know, you like, like, what's your favorite book? What's your favorite, um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm honestly uh, trying to think of, like, my favorite book I've ever read, and I can't honestly remember. I know there's probably one. Other than the Bible, which the Bible is a great book, it is. But, yeah, um, it, it's the good book. as a secular book, or I guess not necessarily a secular book, but yeah, but not the Bible as a book. What is your favorite book? Not including the Bible. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to <laughs> think. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine changes a lot. I think yeah. it depends on my mood. Yeah, if same, I read th- a same new, thing with yeah. like movies and songs and yeah. stuff. Like it really all depends on my mood and what I've been listening to recently. I, for the longest time, would always say the book "Escaping the Giant Wave" mm. by I want to say Peg Carrot, but I don't know if that's right, and I'm pretty sure that's wrong now that I think about it more. Okay. I don't remember the author. I yeah. should probably look it up. But I read it in like fourth or fifth grade. And that yeah. was for the longest time the book I would say was my favorite book whenever anyone asked me. But basically it was about these two kids like on vacation. Hmm. And there's an earthquake and then there's a tidal wave. And it's just about them surviving like this earthquake and then the like massive tidal wave that happens afterwards. And it's like these two kids, one of them like I think it's somewhat like studied like earthquakes and tidal waves or something at school or had just finished reading a book about it so they knew about it and so like there's these two kids that are like we got to get to high ground and all the other people are like trying Genius. to like all these like adults are doing like the opposite get to low thing. ground <laughs> all these adults get are underground. like you got to go we got to go like get, get away from all the there's buildings a tidal wave get to the get beach get away <laughs> yeah. but, call them someone call the beach boys <laughs> yeah but um my favorite I guess this is more of a series, but in grade school, I read the 39 Clues series. I've never read those. That's, that's a good series. I don't know if it's as good as it, as I remember, because when, when I was in grade school, it was pretty good. It was interesting. It was, it's a long series, too. There's like 
eight or nine books. And they're not too like long. long. They're probably ten or twelve chapters. Yeah. Did you know that Suzanne Collins had like another series before the Hunger Games? Mm-mm. Yeah, she did this wrote this other series called like the Gregor the Overlander series or the Overland series. I've heard of the Overland series. Yeah, I guess I didn't know those. That yeah, I really like those. Honestly, yeah. probably better than like the Hunger Games. That's um, cool. But yeah, those are really good. I I recommend those. Yeah. If you are in the mood for reading like elementary level books. Yeah. Like which actually most yeah most books that we read that we enjoy are are about yeah. at like a i think on average written at like a eighth grade level yeah, si- si- somewhere between so. like a sixth and eighth grade level like john grisham books are written at like a like sixth to eighth grade level reading mm. um which is weird to think about yeah but yeah another good book it's kind of it's kind of hard to follow i mean it's not hard to follow but the screw tape letters what no i'm just kidding um the pilgrim's progress which i don't know if you've ever read that yeah yeah it's a good book it's long love allegories yeah so love love me a good allegory in the morning yeah not not to be confused with al gore al gore i I wouldn't (laughs) like him in the morning but no i don't think anybody would (laughs) but love a good allegory Um, okay yeah anyways books books all right, so here's a question for you. All right. Which of your parents are you most like in terms of personality? Ooh, that is a great question. Yeah, I saw this. I'm like, man, I, I, I would say both, but I've more like than feel... the other. Even if it's like 51% to 50%. See, it's such a hard thing because I feel like mannerisms, I'm much more similar to my mom. Okay. In yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Interest-wise, I'm much more similar to my dad. Yeah. Like, me and my mom don't share a ton of interests, yeah. I feel like. Um, but mannerisms, yeah. I feel... In terms of personality, like, so... I feel like in terms of personality, probably more like my mom. Okay, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, I don't know, do you agree? I think so. I don't know your mom super well. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I love them both. Uh, that's a really hard question. Yeah, it it is. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure I'll probably get it corrected by my parents when yeah, I get you're home. You're more like me. <laughs> I don't know. They'll probably have it all out fight. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No. Um, no. I but. I would say they'd probably agree. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have my moments and my things that I get from my dad as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, what about you? Um, I would say probably more personality wise, probably my dad, I would guess. Yeah, I would say so. Although, I don't know. I would say it's real close though between my mom and my dad. So yeah. And I would say, I'll probably get corrected too. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would I would say that probably the reason why I am more personality wise like my mom is because my mom you know took off work for a while and raised me and like I yeah, didn't go that's fair. I didn't go to kindergarten the first year I could have because it was either you know it's one of those things I have a May birthday 
So it was either I was going to be really young or yeah. really or older. Yeah. And Same. my mom preferred me to be older. Um, mm-hmm. So here I am older and <laughs> I, I think slightly wiser. But yeah, so that year that I didn't go to kindergarten, I spent like all that time with my mom and she, you know, taught me. She's a teacher as well um, and stuff. And that was a good time. Um, she taught me a lot of things like how to cook and garden and do laundry you know, essentials in life. My dad taught me how to play guitar and and sing and mow the lawn and play catch. There you go. Classic dad. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this is a good one. What are you most afraid of? Clowns. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> you've seen clown movies oh yeah i i well i i did used to be like freaked well see, normally i would say like death but yeah. i'm not anymore yeah 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 i i think like one that's a, death is a very generic answer yeah i i think like honestly i do not like clowns um other than that i think um and i got this answer from caleb Manel. Back in the day, right. but like once he said it, like it stuck with me. Um, shout out Caleb Manel. Shout out to Caleb Manel. If he listens, he might. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, he said that his they, we had this question in a study that we were doing at one point in youth group, hmm. and he was in my small group, or I think it was in D now, and they asked like what your greatest fear was, mm-hmm. and he said backing over like a like backing over like a child child. and killing them (laughs) that's not funny but that's that's a very specific that is like stuck with me and like yeah so i I think i think like causing harm to 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 a a child child. yeah makes sense i could see that and like since like i'm you know so much of what i do is child oriented like that's fair i feel like that would be one of my greatest fears would be like physically harming a child even by accident yeah. Have you ever been like, uh, like super scared of anything? Like, like as a kid, it's easier to get scared, but like as an adult, not really. Yeah. See, same. And I don't know where to drive, like what I'm most afraid of right now. I don't know. I don't really have an answer. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't typically think I have many fears. Yeah. Um. I'm sure they're out there. I, yeah. I just haven't, I haven't been confronted them. them. Yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think, you know, I think raising my kid wrong as well. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good one. I think, you know, when like, you're going to mess your kid up. Yeah. Like being afraid that I'm going to mess my kid up or something, yeah. but you know, I got to also think of it in the mindset that you, you, there's so much I can do for my child. And then mm-hmm. eventually you have to turn them loose and their decisions are theirs to yeah. make. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that child and, one is is a good one though. We're backing over a child. <laughs> I don't honestly. I really don't have. I don't really have one. I guess. I don't know. Cutting my finger off. I don't know. I guess that'd be one. Yeah. Or losing a limb. Ooh, one thing. I don't. I don't know if I'm scared of it, but like. Yeah losing my hearing like going deaf oh, that's, 
Yeah. Like because so much of what I love and and yeah, do is fair. surrounded in sound. Like I don't know if I would be. I I don't know. Like it's not like a. It's a different kind of fear. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a sorrowful fear. Yeah, like I feel like yeah. that would just it'd be such a sad. Yeah, I don't thing for me, and like I'm sure I would get over it, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Alright, what's another one? Oh. Are you the same person as you were yesterday? That's a good question. Yeah. I would say no. No. Yeah, that's what I would say too. So, but why? Obviously, because, you know, we learn new things every day. And... (laughs) shed a bunch of skin cells every day so yeah i don't know um yeah i mean i think also like being a teacher sometimes i get frustrated with my kids and i really try to see every day as a new day and i try to you yeah. know wake up a new re- like like new person every day where i'm wiser from the mistakes that i've made and Um, I try to, you know, put those mistakes into, to use and not make them again, but also not be, you know, not go in there upset with the students that I got upset with the day before or Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a very deep question, but it's really not. So, I mean, it can be, but I mean, anything can get really deep if you really wanted to. Especially holes. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever dig holes as a kid? Dig holes? Yeah. like Just randomly? Yeah. Not really. Oh. I like I to dig holes as a kid. Builds character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, one time I took a shovel and yeah. like we had like a little garden area where my mom used to plant flowers. We hadn't planted there in like a couple years though. And I just dug like a probably like two foot which is probably bigger than that, probably more like like three or four foot by like four or five foot hole. And then I filled it in. End of story. Did you have fun? Oh, it was pretty entertaining. Right. I All think right. I went and stood in it for a little bit, and <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I dug this nice. hole, went and stood in it, and then I filled it I in. stood in a hole. <laughs> what did you do today? I digged a hole. And then I stood in it. And I stood in the hole. Okay. So, I'm trying to remember, this is a paradox of some sort. I can't Ooh, remember. I love paradoxes. Yes. So, um, you watch, you watch Vsauce? I've seen like one or two. Okay. So, he videos. has like a TV show on YouTube. Uh-huh. And he did one with, um, like he simulated like, and like, like a a train engineer, but like somebody who's like watching like trains pass by. I forgot what they're called, but they simulated um, a train hitting a group of people or one person, and then they put these people in control. Of oh, I've heard of the this. Trains. The trolley thing. Yeah, is the trolley thing. I think so. Yeah, and so they have control either to hit. And kill five people or hit and kill one person. And so, like, which would you choose? So, like, the question, if you ever just sac- 
if is it ever just to sacrifice the life of one innocent person in order to save five lives of innocent people, or would taking one life be easier? Depending, like, what if it was like a like a I don't know, like a child or something? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. This is a hard question. Um, I mean, yeah. I feel like you have to go the one life. But like you said, it really depends on the age and yeah. everything. Because like, if it's a child, they have so much of their life ahead of you. Know what yeah. if you kill the person who cures cancer yeah. and saves millions of lives, versus you know a bunch of old yeah. people or who, vice versa, you kill one person and that saves hundreds of lives. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know in that situation. I mean, I I choose none, but you can't. You can't. You know? you, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this is the trolley thing. It's a pretty yeah. famous. Yeah. Um, uh, like, and most people just froze, like when they because they had two screens and obviously it showed the train coming at the same time. Yeah. They had the option to switch it, and they and before obviously hit him, the screen shut off and whatever, but because it was all simulated. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, most of them just froze. A couple of them actually switched to one person, to the to the one person, and then but the rest of them froze and just let it like they like oh, I don't know what to do, but yeah, yeah, so. it's hard. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What but what would you do? I would honestly, I it's hard it's hard to answer that because I don't I'm not hundred percent sure how I would handle that kind of a thing. Yeah, well, and it's different when you're, like, in a simulation, because it's, like, a simulation, but I think they thought it was real. Yeah, they did. They, like, they, they, they thought it was real. Yeah, and so it's hard to answer that when you're not in the moment and, like, being freaked out with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, we have a question that is from YOLO, and I, so I don't know who asked this, but someone asked us why Brother Bear is amazing and underrated. Bear. Isn't there two of those? Yeah, that yeah, is a good Disney one. movie. Also, the yeah, first oh, one's good. I, I don't remember. The first the one was really well. good. The second one was not as good, but the first one was did, so yeah, good. I do, and it is that. like super underrated. Yeah, it um, is underrated. Also, the music is phenomenal because Phil yeah. Collins did the music for it. Yeah, as well, like he like he did Tarzan, and then they asked him back for Brother Bear, and like I actually looked to try and find some of the songs from the soundtrack. Um. And, like, they're nowhere. Like, you really? can't find the soundtrack for this anywhere. I have to email Phil Collins. Like, yeah. Like, because, like, there's a song. Um, like, you can find it on YouTube. It's not, like, a great recording of it or anything. But, like, it's not on, like, iTunes, Spotify, um, whatever you use. Like, it's on nothing. Um, All I see is look through my eyes. From Brother Bear. I don't really remember any songs. No, they're just symphonies. On my way. On my way, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Tell everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good song. And all I remember is. (laughs) I spit. I remember the moose. <laughs> oh, Mason. Yeah. yeah, the moose. They're the Canadian, Canadian moose. Yeah, that was yeah. my, like, that was the favorite. That was probably my favorite part of that movie. 
but yeah, no, it's it's honestly oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Movie. Yeah, no, it was a, it's a really good movie, yeah. and I haven't seen it in a while. I kind of want to watch it, but yeah. yeah, whoever sent in that question, like you're speaking truth. It is a very yeah. underrated movie that like is really good. Um, I can't tell you why it's underrated. I guess not enough people remember it, and it like. Maybe they just didn't do a good enough job promoting it and not enough people went and saw it the first time around. Or it just got overshadowed with other things. Yeah, I think I have it on DVD at home. Or VHS, one of the two. But but I remember it. I loved it. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good one. You don't know who sent that? No. Okay, so you think it's possible to predict the future, or does the spooky action of the quantum world, as Einstein put it, mean things are in- inherently unpredictable? I, I I believe that God has given some people the power, of like prophetic, prophetic of prophecy. Few, yeah. Um, gave some people the power of prophecy, like obviously, and I think he, like, you know, obviously he gave, um, Joseph the power to interpret dreams Mm -hmm. and uh, like allowed him to, um, uh, and gave him some dreams that were prophecy as well. Um, so I think that it is possible, but it has to be God willing. Like, I don't think that anyone can without that yeah i would say i would say you know i mean the weathermen try and do it a lot and they they can get it right to an extent Mm -hmm. but they're not perfect you know even they aren't perfect because there are things that you just never see coming yeah yeah um you know shout out to weathermen out there because they do a they do a great job and they try they, yeah, they work they very do. hard and they they've gotten you know things i i oh did you hear that do you break the chair no my wrist just broke though <laughs> i think that was my wrists i don't know something in me popped Could have been. i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah it's, i don't know i don't uh, yeah i i would agree with you I don't think, unless you're given the God-given ability to pro- or to prophesy things, then no, I don't think so. I think that people are always curious and wanting to. Yeah. Um, and trying to. I actually, funny that you asked that, because, like, I just was watching, I've been watching a show called Project Blue Book. Oh, um, yeah, I've heard that's pretty it's, good show. It's really yeah. good. It's super interesting. Um, basically, the show is like created off of these it's off of these like true like case files that this these people were yeah, hired by yeah. the air force Is it like and, area 51 um kind of well it's they were hired by the air force to basically yeah. go around and like disprove ufo sightings yeah. and um uh i like in the episode i just watched they like the CIA was just getting created around this time and like the like the CIA was just getting formed like mm. this is like happening like right after World War 1 
um, like just like a couple years after World War One or something. Is like because like World yeah. War One is like when they kind of the first UFO sightings were happening. Um, and shortly after, it kind of like blew up to this big thing. And I feel like it's kind of died down again now, but yeah, I mean, there's always well, people. Yeah, well, Area Fifty One blew up like the oh, beginning. That's that's true. But I I think Area Fifty One didn't blow up because of like sightings or something. I think no, it, it, was, was, it was memes. Yeah. Um, but you know. But I I mean I think I think as humans. Curiosity. We are so prone to curiosity yeah. that gets us in trouble a lot. I know it gets me in trouble a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah we're just curious about things that we don't know about. Yeah. Um, but anyways the episode they the CIA was just getting formed and they were like on like area 51 and like the cia was like apparently like they apparently the russians because it's during the cold war time oh, i guess yeah um so maybe after world war ii hmm. no yes yes right before world war ii right after world war ii it's after world war ii probably after i'm guess. confused right now maybe be right before like late 1930s yeah. or early 40s which would be during the war it might have been during the war yeah it was right after world war ii i think because okay. so i like think 1946 yeah up into the 50s maybe yeah i think it's like in the 50s okay um but i guess russia like was using psychics that they had like you know it was kind of similar to, like stranger things but like russia oh, was using yeah. like psychics and like they were trying to like groom people to be psychics essentially to help mm. predict what was going to happen in war. Like, they were helping to predict the future to try and, like, see future attacks on them, future, like, attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, the CIA and this TV show, I don't know if this is real or not, but I, I, I could see it being a thing. But basically, the CIA had d- started doing the same thing where they had, like, a bunch of psychics that mm-hmm. they were, like, using the like, same thing. And they, psychics had predicted this, like, war between like these people and like ufos hmm. and it was it was an interesting episode it is interesting. it's an interesting show it's like it goes into a lot of alien stuff but like and yeah. it goes into like the men in black because like oh really yeah i see i've i've heard like obviously the movie like side of that but i've heard like like there's like organizations like that like i don't know if it's true yeah there's always conspiracies yeah there's a lot of conspiracies yeah. out there, and I think they're fascinating. They are fascinating. Like, we could talk about, like, aliens. Like, that's a big, big thing. I don't know. Biblically, I mean, obviously, there's no, it doesn't really talk about... Other life on yeah, other planets. No. Yeah. That's another thing, like, that's... That would be an interesting factor yeah. to throw in if there was other life on other planets. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, like, a lot of people, I think, have said, like, you know, the, there's, you know, there's talk and there's shows, like, Ancient Aliens and stuff, where they talk about how, like, that was, like, the, like, the gods that, like, ancient Egyptians worshipped and stuff were aliens, and there's all these pictures of, like, alien spacecrafts and, like, the hieroglyphics around, like, pyramids. It's very interesting. Yeah. I don't really believe it. No, I... Yeah, I, I but, think. I mean, it lines up with you know we've talked about Terry Rosenquist quite a few yeah. times and his opinion on it. I don't know if this is what you're gonna about to say, but like his opinion on aliens is that they're they're demons. Yeah. Um, and like you kind of talked about how like 
the ancient like Greek gods and stuff, like yeah, how you think they were just demons as well. Well, I I think that they like or people Nephilim. think like the mytholo- mythological like gods um, like were, were fake, but I think in you know it's just my opinion that um, the fallen angels um, that were cast out of heaven, mated with human women, and they created um, a race of giants, or what are called Raphaim, and the Nephilim are actually the fallen angels and themselves that are, um, I think they, like, basically created themselves as gods, like, of these, like, Zeus and Hades and all these other things. So, just to, like, bring the the spotlight off the one true God, because how else would you like as a human, like, I don't, I'm not saying humans are creative, but to create that many gods without like just out of your head. I mean, that's, that's insane. Mm -hmm. You'd have to be nuts to do that. I mean, to me, I don't know. I think these fallen angels had created, shown themselves as these powerful gods, which they were, they're supernatural being so yeah yeah and you know that's i think that's where we get this mythology of greek and roman mythology and all that stuff but also i think like the alien thing that'll be like one of the big i know it talks about in revelation the great deception of like of how like um the rest of the world will you know I think aliens will be the great deception of, again, my opinion. <laughs> um, like, Satan will use these aliens, or what I guess what are demons, to turn, uh, or I guess turn, like, the creation aspect towards them and not God. So basically it'll be like, oh, aliens are here, we created you, we can save you from yourselves, basically. Yeah, which, I mean, makes some sense. I mean, I personally, I don't really have a stance on any of that right now. I'm I'm not saying it's 100% true. I don't really know. I'm just saying that would make the most sense because we're so infatuated with UFOs. Yeah. It's it's almost a no-brainer. Yeah, like Like, like we said, you know, we're creatures, we're very curious. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and it does, it makes sense. Uh, I, I think, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know if anyone will know until we get oh, there. No. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So. I mean, we can theorize. And yeah, all that stuff. definitely. It's and it's fun. It's yeah. fun. To, it's kind of Discuss. fun to theorize. No, I don't I, know I if like it, it. I like it too, but you know, there's but. also a danger. Same thing with like. Yeah. You know, I, the more you dwell on demonic things, the yes. more like yeah. you open yourself up to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, this one guy I listen to, his name's Steve Quayle. Um, he does a lot of stuff with, like, Genesis 6, and, like, that's he's based his whole company. Actually, his whole, like, media company is called Gen 6 Productions. So, um, but he always says, um, you know, you don't have to believe me, but take it to the Lord in prayer. Um, you know, you just pray about it, and if it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Get that, so... Um, yeah, but interesting. That, what was the original question? <laughs> I don't know. 
we went pretty rabbit hole on that's, that. That's good though. Yeah, well, I think that's some of the most interesting. What was like, the original question? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, it was sure wasn't Brother Bear. <laughs> no, no, it was way before. <laughs> no, it was after Brother oh, Bear. Oh, it was uh, future. Can we predict the future? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Future. Future. Yeah. Well, I don't think everything's going to be Chrome. <laughs> yeah. No. Not. According to SpongeBob, it's all going to be Chrome. No. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Chrome. He's lying. He's right. <laughs> so here's another question on here, which I'm not really sure. So the question is, why is there something and not nothing? There is nothing. Uh, yeah. I that don't... is my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Since we were I'm the reading last this off nothing. a website, a conscience thing, or, yeah. Yeah. A conscious thinker is what the website is called, dot com. And the question is, why is there something and not nothing? And then it says, get ready to have your minds blown. Does it give you an answer? No. <laughs> it's just like discussion yeah things yeah i like the question yeah i, I mean why is there something and not nothing there, well because technically god created something yeah from but you, nothing but how do you just define nothing like did god it's create the absence nothing? of something did god create nothing no i don't all oh, i'm that is the, yeah. see, that's the main that's a better yeah. question to me that is, is did good. god create nothing can god create nothingness isn't it like obviously God existed before nothing, yeah. nothing else did? Yeah. Technically, did He create the nothingness, or was the nothingness already there? I think. I think. Yeah. It's like that's the question. Like, where did God come from? You know why? Yeah. Did, you know how long did He wait before He created? That's the earth? you know we don't know an answer yeah. to that. Um, which I guess time is relative. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, yeah, that's a fascinating yeah, thing. Yeah. Did God create nothing? Yeah. Or was it there with him? I mean, I feel like, I mean, God's always been. Yeah. And so I, I think that either nothing, the way we perceive nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there. Yeah. I think what we perceive as nothing was there when God was there. You know, I, I yeah. think what we perceive as nothing is the absence of something. Yeah. And, or, yeah. Yeah, and so then, you know, it talks about how God kind of created our world, our universe from nothing. Yeah. So I think that, yes, I think God, I, I think that the nothingness was there when God yeah. was there. I don't think that God necessarily created yeah, nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think we or I, I think he we created the word nothing. Oh well, yeah. Um. Void. Uh, yeah, void. I think that. Yeah. I think that it just was a there was just a void. Mm-hmm. I think it was just God in a void. And he got lonely. Yeah. Well. No. No, not necessarily, but... No. Well, like... Okay, so this is not, like, before he... Well, obviously... I'm trying to remember if it talks about this in Scripture or not. Did he create... Yeah, no. He he, he created... Angels were created first and then people. Yes. The earth, right, yeah. So, 
He created the heavens and the earth and then... Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, in, in, in high school, I did a report with another girl in science class about, um, whether or not, like, the six days of creation is actually, like, a 24-hour day or not. Who? What did you, what did you, what were your findings, or Um, what did you conclude? I don't remember. (laughs) She did a lot of it. You know, I was a slacker, so. Come on, man. But, yeah. Because I didn't really know, like, because we watched some video, or she found some YouTube video about it. It was, like, from a movie, or, like like a documentary or something um but like um some like something with quantum physics like um like a day equals like some amount of time i don't remember really how it works but i don't think that 24 hours in god's time is not you know yeah again time is relative so yeah well that goes back to that joke that Scott made the other, like, this has probably been like a month now, but it stuck with me where the guy asks God, you know, like, how much is, how much time is a minute, how much of my time is a minute for you? And God says a million years. And he's like, how much of, um, uh, how much money is a a dollar to you? Like, one of my dollars to you, God, like a million dollars. And so the guy asked God if he can borrow um, a dollar. And the God says, in a minute. In a minute, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm really bad at no, retelling jokes. I remember that. Yeah. I'm, no, but I just feel like my, like my yeah. delivery was, was not good and stuff. I apologize to you out there because that was probably... <laughs> Sorry, I messed you up. You probably didn't laugh at that. It was I'm a probably the worst. But, <laughs> but, um, you, but you get my point where, yeah. you know, like a minute... To us is like a yeah. million years to God. Well, I mean, what does it say? A a day is ten thousand years. Or yeah, a thousand years is what they kind of like. Yeah, it's what like, it says. It's ten thousand, ten thousand yeah. years. But um, yeah. But I mean, if you but like, but if you think yeah. about it, like the way I um Scott did a good job of kind of telling, talking to us about how God views time. Yeah. To where we view time as a line, but to God, he has like multiple. I would guess time lines i no i think god just lives like outside, outside time the, well yeah like he can see every yeah yeah he's every i mean he's yeah. omnipotent i think of it as like not so much a line but as like not a horizontal line but as a vertical line with like multiple lines like a music um like a staff staff yeah but like multiple like so like he's outside i know this sounds weird but He's outside time, but he but he knows. I don't know how this is work, how this works, or if this is actually like scripturally sound. But I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. But like he knows obviously what decisions we're gonna make. So is there yeah. another? Does he know what? Like if we would have made another decision, does he? Well, obviously he does know what what the outcome would be if we would have made this decision. So this decision. So I think there's multiple. You know. Yeah. I don't want well, to say universes, I, but, I, but multiple. Yeah, uh, but see, I, but he already knows, so I feel yeah. like he'd still would view it as what straight line, because yeah, he knows what we would do. Yeah, you know, uh, you, we have the opportunity to make it, but if he already knows. Yeah, so I guess yeah, that's that's a good point. But just debunk still, the whole thing. Sorry, didn't mean to, but 
I mean, I like where you're going, but also, yeah. like, I feel like the what, yeah, like you're talking almost like different, like universes yeah, no. or something. And, I, and that's what when I thought about, it, I'm like, yeah, that's not right. But it, it's interesting. It, it's interesting. It's an interesting thought. Have you ever yeah. thought about like like a different like there there could be like a different dimension or universe that? We, yeah, but I it's not real. But I mean, I think dimensions. Oh, there's dimensions. Definitely yes, but universes. No, I would say no. Like the yeah. parallel universe. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Because where like there's but dimensions yes they're so far I think they found they have found like it's like eight or nine dimensions like yeah. it's like two D three D whatever yeah four D five D whatever but I forgot like quantum dimension and like I don't know I'm not really yeah. sure but, I don't know I don't I'm not a theoretical physicist yeah. um. Or a physicist. Yeah. But, like, uh, what they're, like, um, the Higgs boson particle, you uh-huh. know what that is? Yeah. The, the, god, the god particle. The god particle. Yeah. yeah. And they're in that giant accelerator, like, they're trying to create it. Maybe they did find it. They like, found it a while back. They're, they're trying so to they said something it? about it. And is that what they're trying to do with the giant hide? Whatever that's I called. I don't, the... Hydron the, collider? The particle collider. Yeah. Um... I don't think they were trying to recreate it. I, I maybe they were. I don't know. I, don't I think know. they've they've just been trying to find evidence in it in the universe, yeah. and I think they found it in like the stratosphere or something, some yeah. part of our atmosphere. But basically, like what the the Higgs boson was supposed to prove was like that, the Big Bang. Basically, like the Big Bang yeah. happened essentially. So, yeah, string theory. Yeah, it basically the they, they it, the Higgs boson was supposed to prove string theory in the Big Bang, but. I don't it think they, they they haven't found anything with it. It's like carbon dating. I mean, yeah. like it's so inaccurate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what they've been trying to the the particle collider is an interesting thing. There's supposedly I think there's one underneath the UNL stadium. What? Is what I've heard somewhere. I heard that somewhere at one point. There's so many things yeah, about right. like there's so many the like only one that weird. like the biggest one is Sweden. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's so many weird things yeah. about those. But like, yeah, I, I read somewhere there was like well, some like, rumor going around that like underneath the UNL stadium is a particle collider, oh, sure, and stuff. But like they've talked about like how like they in with those they've been trying to like create black holes on Earth. Yeah, and I've I've read articles like that when they get when they fire that thing up and like particles spin at a certain like it creates gravitational pull. Like, stuff will, like, pull off desks and, like, start floating towards the center of, like, wherever it's spinning. Yeah. It creates weird, like, I guess interdimensional whatever black hole. Because, like, that's another, like, black holes, like, what happens when you go in a black hole? No one knows. Yeah. So, like, like have you have you seen Interstellar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's of course. Movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. But, well, that was supposed to be supposed to be one of like the most accurate like yeah as far as like time travel and it, stuff i don't really know much about it all i remember is when i was working at the movie theater terry came to see it i think with dr dimmick mm-hmm. and they both went to see it and i'm like well, what'd you think terry's like i'm gonna have to do some research on that and he left and then he texted me like two or three days later he's like well they're pretty accurate i'm like <laughs> Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a super interesting movie. I think oh, one of yeah. the most interesting things, like, because it deals with wormholes and yeah, so, like, and the folding of the space time continuum. Yeah, which is like, so 
like basically jumping through time. So like, yeah, I don't know. You can't see my hands, but if you had like a flat piece of paper, and that's your timeline, it takes you this much time to travel from one end of the paper to the other. But the theory is, if you fold it in half, you can close that gap and do it almost instantaneously. Yeah. Yeah, but the, so the thing that, the big thing that, like... That's what they did. They, they found, they, like, a loophole. They did. The big thing in the movie is they found that to travel through space very fast. Yeah. And because of the gravitational pull of the wormhole um, and everything, like, the, the gravitational anomalies, like, time for them, because, for, yeah. like, time on Earth, was a lot slower for yeah. them. Like, they spent, like, three hours on one planet, and then, like, it was, like, 24 years yeah. on, like... <laughs> yeah i went and saw this with my friend with matthew moeller oh man <laughs> it was so funny because i went on this planet and matthew mcconaughey he went down there and this planet to meet matt damon <laughs> and yep and um then he comes they come back on the ship and like time moves slowly on this planet but they come back up here and they get on the ship and there's this black guy sitting in there and matthew mcconaughey asks and he's like how long have you been here He's like, 24 years? Yeah. <laughs> He's just been sitting there for 24 years. Yeah, that'd be the worst. Yeah, me and Matthew just started laughing because, like, I don't know. It's so stupid. Yeah. But, like, they're on this planet for, like, two and a half hours or something, and it's been 24 years. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's a yeah. weird, crazy thing. Um, But, like, the whole thing is, like, everyone has always thought of it as, like, just, like, a flat hole. Yeah. But they talked, like, the thing yeah. that they, like, the thing that they kind of, did on the movie was they made it a sphere yeah and i think that's super interesting mm-hmm. it's the and the bookcase scene if you haven't seen the movie go see it but like when he's in the book there we're spoiling it sorry yeah yeah <laughs> which it's really not because it's kind of confusing oh it, you have to see the movie and yeah, you still I won't to, get actually, it i kind of want to watch it again also now. the soundtrack for the movie it's is so phenomenal good. yeah oh. i need to we should need to watch that again it's so long. It's like three hours long. It's a very long movie, but, but it's, it's really good. Yeah. Also, a very star-studded cast. Yeah, it's true. Like Anne Hathaway, Matthew McConaughey, Matt Damon, um, um, Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, Some black guy. I don't remember his name. He's been in other things. Yeah, but he's I, fairly famous. Yeah, like everyone in it's there not is... not the, the guy with the wonky eye, is it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't know who you're talking about. The the black actor with the wonky eye. No, it's not him. No, it's not him. What's that guy's name? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though. No. You don't? No. What do you mean? I don't know who you're talking (laughs) about. Yes, you did. No, I don't. (laughs) Yes, you do. If you gave me a movie. Rogue One. The black guy with the suit, like the metal suit, because he has his health problems or whatever. They go on the, the Jedi planet or whatever. I need to watch Rogue One. Oh again. man! Um, oh oh! Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, it's not. He's got the wonky eye. I don't know about the wonky <laughs> I, eye. I, I don't, don't remember, remember his I don't name. Remember the wonky so eye. So I literally I know googled about now. black actor with the wonky eye, and then he came up top link. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but all right. <laughs> I still don't know who you're talking about, yeah, but I can't remember his name. It's a weird name, too. Um, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> but anyways, Interstellar. Phenomenal movie. Like, Probably would rate it like a 9 or out of 10, probably. 
It's a little slow moving. Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. Is he wonky eye? All right, all right. Yeah. I mean, he's a great actor, but have you ever seen Mean Tweets? Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Have you seen the Larry David one? No. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but hit, hit me with it. Okay, so there's this, like, so basically, if you don't know what Mean Tweets are, um, you're living under a rock, but, um, so basically, Jimmy Kimmel, like, will sit celebrities down and, like, they'll have them read their own mean tweets and they'll like react to him or whatever. And so they did this one for Jimmy Kimmel's birthday and Larry David, he's the guy who, uh, uh, produced or wrote most of Seinfeld or a lot of Seinfeld. And, um, he was on there and somebody (laughs) had tweeted Jimmy Kimmel and said, I couldn't remember Jimmy Kimmel's name. So, on Google, I typed in ugly late night talk show host, and he came up top link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. No, he's uh, not, I'm that's not, what I'm I not mean. Gonna say it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Because I'm straight. Yeah. But, like, but he's I not, don't think he's. He's not ugly. I don't think he's ugly. I, don't, I can't think of a single, like, yeah. late night. I can't think of many people doing television that are not, like. You know? Yeah. Somewhat physically attractive. You know I forgot. I just recently saw, watched this on YouTube, but you remember Craig Ferguson? Yes. He was funny. What yeah. happened to him? I don't like he's, know. I've watched some of his stuff on YouTube. And like He's funnier than most people now. Like I like Conan. Conan's a good... Yeah, I don't you know. know. Maybe he just decided to yeah, turn I it know. in. But I was like the, the, the robot skeleton, Jeff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, Interstellar. I have to watch that again. Dang. I have another movie that we should watch. Not Interstellar. It's called Top Secret. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. And it came across on my iFunny feed. as like a scene. Yeah. And it's, it's like a satire... Oh, um, so you showed, you yeah, showed it to I me. Yeah, you I think we looked it up together. It was yeah. when we were like planning it's, it's, stuff for the yeah. podcast and Bible study at um, McDonald's that one yeah. day. Yeah, I'd like to see that. It looked good. Yeah, and it's like it's, it's. I think it's the same people who wrote Monty Python stuff. Yeah, I think so. So, or I, I want to see it. Yeah, like it's like a satire on like on um I think like Vietnam War times. Yeah, or something like that. Or I don't really remember, but. Um, yeah, so, just got a wedding invite, okay. Sweet! Yeah. Congrats to whoever's yeah. getting married. Congrats, Brandon and Michaela, woohoo! Never met Michaela, but... <laughs> Alrighty. Um, um, where are we at time-wise? Hour and six minutes. That's about average. Should yeah, we do, like, average. highs and lows? Highs and, and lows and song Yeah, we'll do that. So, All high right. of the week, low of the week. Um, song of the week. My high of the week is probably this right now. I'd always enjoy, like, yeah, I, I always enjoy getting into, like, just talking, like, pretty openly with you and yeah. just having good, friendly conversation and stuff. And yeah. honestly, like, we don't do, the, I, at least I don't, I, I don't think you do either. Like, we don't do this. T- 
for you all. No offense. No. Like we just. No, <laughs> I care about you. No. Like we just do. The, I, we just do this for because it's fun and honestly, it's just a very nice, relaxing time. Yeah, it is. Like to just. I, I think that's and, what like most people who do this sort of podcast. Yeah. Like it's improv a, or rambling. I yeah. Think that's. That's what's what they do for themselves yeah uh, well, like it's like almost like a stress reliever and yeah. stuff like just to just come to and talk. just yeah talk about what you enjoy what yeah. you yeah. you know just share your opinions essentially earlier you said something about being wrong my mom pointed out to me remember we were talking about kim kardashian how many kids she has yeah you remember that yeah okay Apparently she has four kids. She has four <laughs> yeah. kids she's like she's, my mom's like you know kim kardashian has four kids i'm like what are you talking about like, this is like no, weeks what? after, weeks after we uploaded that. I'm like, what are you talking about? She has, I had thought yeah. she had like two. No, I know. That's what I thought. <laughs> She's like, you guys need to Google stuff before you say it. We I'm probably like, should more probably often. Should. We should probably do more research. But like, that's why it's improv. Yeah. Like we, we just improv what we talk about but I was all like, the time. It was like two weeks after we uploaded that episode, and my, I just walk in the door, come home from work. She's like, you know Kim Kardashian has four kids. I'm like, what are you talking about? What does that have to do with anything? She's like, on your podcast, you said she only, she only has two kids. I'm like, are you serious? Dad? We apologize. Also, yeah, you can always fact check, check us because yeah. we we don't yeah, know no. some things, and we just talk sometimes. As most people do. Yeah. But yeah, so high for me is like right now. Yeah, I would say the same. This is, I kind of look forward to this this week. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then my low would probably be just in general. A lot of people have been like sick and stuff at school, like teachers included. And like, it's been hard to get subs. So I feel like the stress levels at school have kind of risen a little bit just because like everyone's getting sick Mm -hmm. right now and everything so i don't really have like a certain point that's been a low point this week it's just it's just been a little bit of a stressful week yeah i guess with like all the teachers and everything getting sick and whatnot you um yeah uh okay so my high also this podcast and then getting a wedding invite just like two minutes ago Woo! yeah and Marriage. um marriage is what brings us to marriage is what brings us to so she gets steve in here to do that <laughs> he's, he's so good, good at it <laughs> um but um the low would be i don't know I don't really have a low. It's just kind of just been a normal week. So, there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, song of the week. Um, ooh, you got one? Um, Mine is just, in general, like the whole soundtrack to the Dear Evan Hansen musical. I've been really enjoying the music. For those of you that, like, don't know what it is, it's a little bit of a darker musical, um... It's, but it's like very pop-like music, which I'm not always into, but it's very like, if you know like the band A Great Big World, it's like their stuff, and I'm a huge fan of A Great Big World. Like, as far as pop music goes, like, that's like the ones that I would listen to. Hmm. So. Cool. Yeah. Not for everyone. It's a little darker at times, but it's really good. Yeah. 
Well, apparently, I did not know um, Huey Lewis released an album. Yeah, a new he album. did. New, Huey Lewis released a new album recently. Yeah, and so I've been listening to that, and Her Love is Killing Me by Huey Lewis and the News. That's a good one. Nice. And it's like usually, it. like when artists release new albums, like they change their whole like sound genre. But he, it's exactly the same. Yeah, just like his stuff yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. Nice. And it's it's really good. It's a good album. So. And yeah. So there. Huey there Lewis. you go. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis, the man. Take us away, Huey. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Drifting and drifting like a ship at sea.